0: I am unashamed. What about you?
1: So what's what's new, Jace? This is our New Year's well,
2: episode.
0: Somebody can't hear. Oh, oh you got to put on that on.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, I'm all shook up. I have to tell y'all what happened yesterday. I hadn't even told well, Phil Before this. y'all
0: start that, I, I just... Uh, I, I got over in the with the encyclopedia.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so
0: from a from a humanistic <laughs> point of view, they have these about, on this about, <laughs> about Christmas. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I just simply wanted to bring it's, make the point. It's, it's Dad's
1: internet that right? this
0: started. This started, you know, a, a, not far over a hundred years after the church, the kingdom came. Well, the, these festivals started coming up. Most everybody agreed December 25th, although they've got certain versions. But it's celebrated worldwide. Yeah, and it started a long time ago. I just simply wanted to make that point. Yeah. Now you just, you know, you'd start a rumor about something, but if you start and you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you start looking at the encyclopedia and what it says about what went down there, something big happened there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Probably laughs> that, that's my so. only point.
2: Well, some of these churches here, we mentioned this last time, and not they, to bring
0: that up in our college history class in our university. You've to do injustice to what historical fact is. And like
1: Jay said, and then you got some churches, hard-headed people, that, oh, yeah. that don't well, want to talk about it either. Well, because
0: yeah. I, I couldn't cause find we don't
2: that verse. Sure we don't exactly it's the 25th or the I 26th. I Come couldn't on, find the verse, but they get it from that. Uh, there's one in Hebrews, because uh, I went back and looked it up, and then there's one in Colossians <laughs> where it says, they worship. Uh, don't let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, yeah, uh, or a Sabbath day or a new moon celebration. So they're like, you can't worship a day. We're not worshiping the day. We're worshiping Jesus. That's right. It should be every day. That's what I said. Yeah. Eric. But our culture, if if as bad as our culture seems to emanate evil behavior, oh, especially in Hollywood, if we all pick a day and decide. We're going to celebrate. We're billions a, a, celebrate. Yeah, billions. A billions. And the people that get offended for saying Merry Christmas, okay, well, even in their being offensive or offended, they're hearing, they're thinking about right. what we're talking about. That's right. That, that's correct. So I, I I have an interesting thought. Well, I don't know if it's interesting. Y'all might think it's weird. <laughs> I mean,
0: the encyclopedia, <laughs> to their credit, in other words, the Merry Christmas around the world, uh, you know, country, China, you know, whatever, Denmark, <laughs> Finland, France, Germany and Austria, Greece, Hungary, Italy, Japan, Netherlands, Norway, uh, uh, Poland, Portugal, Brazil, Russia, Spain, Sweden, and then it says United States, Canada, and other English-speaking countries. It's called, they got all their names, yeah. but it's called here, Merry Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, good. You,
0: if you look at it, you, you're like...
1: So how, how old are your encyclopedias? Do you know what year they were? I, I'm about probably, these are about seven or eight years behind. Because I'm wondering if, like everything else, that the left-wingers are going to put all their stuff. you know, you keep get, try. You, you keep getting encyclopedias. At some point, you start getting the propaganda versus. Well, look at the yeah. good
2: news. I feel a single-handedly keeping the actual <laughs> encyclopedia book <That's> right. going. <laughs> He, he's, <laughs> When's the last time an encyclopedia salesman knocked on your door?
0: <laughs> Evidently, they're they're coming to Phil's about every other day because every time no, I see him, he's got a different version of an encyclopedia. But, but, but you want to see something? Every time I see a point, a pertinent point, I, I I look it up in the encyclopedia yep. Just see what they've had to say. I about do it. too. I just have it's it pretty all, interesting the way it look because you get a lot of so, facts and yep. that people just say ah. I said, well, let's see now. We're not going to believe the Bible, no. We're not going to believe the encyclopedias, no. I'm like, yeah. so what What kind of information are you going to believe?
2: Well, I just got to make a point, Phil. Look, I have all my encyclopedias on a little laptop computer mm-hmm. that's stored. You're living with a self-proclaimed hoarder, and you're adding psych, uh, additions volumes. and volumes, literally, <laughs>
0: of books so i don't know i just I, use books instead of the computer where they put the books and the I, information I, yeah, in the book. all you're doing is looking at the information they put in there from right here and i have to they admit put it in there i'm mid
1: old school I, I use my computer a lot but sometimes i do like when i'm doing bible study <clears throat> to pull out an old encycl- not encyclopedia a, <clears throat> a concordance and just read out of the book. I I like a book, too. Granted, you
0: you can pull it it up on the screen, which I don't have. I I don't have access to that. But you're looking at the – it takes you – you're getting it all lined out there. While you're doing that, I'm walking three feet, four feet, and I'm I'm picking up the book where you're getting your information from. (laughs) I bet my speed is better
2: than yours on the (laughs) There's actually a volume button that you can hit. And, it, and you don't have to hear silent. that. I was going to read you the last verse. My, my the Bible someone sent me, I have misplaced, and so I'm back to the old one. And I literally don't have uh, the last chapter with the chapter we're studying today. <laughs> That's the most pathetic <laughs> Bible wait I've ever minute, looked. Wait Just. a minute. I back. I back in. I back in. <laughs> every, I four like I years, sea every four <laughs> years, every four years, Al, I go
0: through that. Four to five years, I'm getting out of these. The Bibles. I'm trying this leather bound. That uh, yeah. our man, the Bible, the, the the work for the Bible people, Bob Demoss. Uh, the oh, Thompson's he sent you that. Well, that was nice. Yeah, it wrote me a Well, low.
2: somebody sent me one. That was awesome. But I've,
0: I've I like it because it. it's on the same page. All right. the information is well, on the but you notice
1: the leather bound ones hold up longer than those hardbacks. Way better hardback way because better. they would be gone.
2: Well, it is worth them. No, this was not <laughs> planned. I, I guess you long time listeners know that. But the last <laughs> verse of the bio, of of John says, which we're in chapter twenty one today. I, it's going to take us probably a couple <laughs> sessions. Jesus <laughs> you, did you think? well. Yeah, somebody sent me a deal. They said the study is too slow moving. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's the Bible, people. Yeah. It took thousands I, of years to I've studied it. this almost every day of my <laughs> whole life, and every day I'm like, oh, I never noticed that before. Is I that found, found out something new yeah. from the podcast. But it says Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written, which, talking about your encyclopedia fetish, You just think of all those books, all those encyclopedias that you have, and now you have a reference. Yeah, I mean, Jesus is the most incredible being ever. He trumps all volumes of encyclopedias. That's right. That's
0: quite a thought. And like you said. That's my point. Well, good point. Why I keep within a 10-year span, because 10 years, I'm like, take it or leave it, 10 years, but but I I keep a – basically a current update on what the world is saying about what the Bible is saying. Right. I'd yeah. just like to know what they have to Do say. Do you
2: think that's why Hebrews, the Hebrew writer said in 13.8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever? That is correct. That That's, a, to me, it's top five verses in the Bible because it's it's something to ponder about. What exactly does that mean? But it definitely stops you in your tracks. Yeah. All right, before I was so uh, encouragingly interrupted, (laughs) I was going to tell you, I view this, the weird thought I have for the day is I view this period as the burial. So hear me out. So we had Christmas, and then we have the resurrection, in my opinion, sometime during the night on December 31st then we have a new year. This is the way I'm looking at it. Because I believe everything should go through Jesus. Everything. That was one of the greatest things that I learned along my journey. You can't miss him. He's the hub. So every religious thing, every day, every celebration goes through Jesus. So I applied the gospel. So you have the birth. We celebrate it on the 21st. So at some point in the between the 25th and you know about now, which is we're in the middle of the week, yep. he died. So we think about that. Well, then you have the burial. So there's some things I need to, to bury. So I think about that for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I do this every year. And so then that night, the night when everybody's popping fireworks, because I go to bed at about nine, but... Somewhere in between six and nine, I think about okay, what about this this year? And then you know, when the new year, I'm trying to implement these. things. So you're the, then the resurrection is
1: sort of the new year.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like the new the, year. That's like the way the... I look at it. Well, every year is that to, weird? I tend to bad. look That's at it pretty good. It, the birth of Jesus that gets him here. I'm thinking of an error coming down out of heaven. We do it by these hieroglyphics, you know, kind of scratch it out on a piece of paper. So he's here. God in flesh, the reason I hold on to that is because you can't be saved unless you believe that God came in flesh. Remember First John, he said, you're anti-Jesus if you don't believe God came down in flesh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he said you're the antichrist. christ but that's funny that you're anti-Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you have that. Well, then the gospel is a national holiday in these United States of America. Been that way for a long time. Well, they have the Easter with the Easter, you mean? Yeah. Oh or, or and the birth. That's yeah. right, Easter. So you've I got just the birth, all but in there. He is. You said whatever. Well, well, you have Good Friday. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Good Friday. Actually,
2: I, I, I like. I agree better. that they celebrate that. And and I, but I'm looking at
1: like. But the reason why though, Jase, is as far as I know, is because that's all based off the, basically the Catholic calendar, of you know with the. Ash Wednesday and yeah, that's mentioned Lent right? and all the that. Encyclopedia so that's that. and then Easter's forty days after exactly. that triggers it, which is kind of funny because evangelicals like us, Protestants, we still celebrate Easter, although it's really not. I mean, your way would actually be better. I think just, I like this. Way. Have look, the passion, I just do it. Passion twice. week at the end of the year. I, I like have
2: the, a. I have a passion week. I wish we did it that way for the new year, and then we. I use Easter as a way to look at how we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a checkpoint. It's a, yeah, Because you're a quarter you, in, you're four we're, months we're in. We're humans. We, right. we forget. So I kind of, I use it as the whole Yeah, because I'm not
1: <laughs> down on Easter. Don't get me wrong. I love listeners. Easter. I love Easter. And I love talking about the resurrection, but but that's a good way to look at it. I actually and here's
2: for you hardheads bit. out there who think, you can't celebrate a day. If we decided to change it to the 24th, guess what? I'm in. Well, you'd mentioned that before because Nicaragua, right? Nicaragua. You said they. So. We, we actually, on the 24th, got our family together and we had a little special celebration before we ate for Karina. Yeah, because that's Cause her. Tr- she said traditional. that's when they celebrate. I actually then went over my deal about we need to count down the time frame to the birth of Christ. Well, guess what? She said that's what they do in Nicaragua. So my idea that was going to change the world. Somebody's already <laughs> thought about it. Nicaragua, way ahead of me. They pop fireworks and they count it down and they go through the streets and. Yep. So they, well, they so I get once again because
1: I was, of our family travels and scheduling. Actually, this year the Robertson clan we celebrated it Christmas Eve. We had all my crew at my house. Christmas Day, the whole week. The next day we were down here. I mean, we had like a whole weekend celebration for Christmas. Yeah. I mean,
0: which is a, not a bad We magic. basically celebrated the entire thing by throwing a feast. That's right. Yeah. Well, a feast. we did. We, we did. So
2: what was your three? I had three meals. I did, uh, what did we do the first night? One night we had bone-in ribeyes and fillets. That was the duck. day Ooh. before we had the seafood. Okay, then we had the seafood. Well, and look. In a weird, seafood and duck strips, which
1: you don't normally have that together. Fried duck strips, duck fingers, duck fingers, which are in delicious. a weird,
2: in a weird turn of events. This guy caught me. I, I met this guy playing golf, nice guy, and I had just eaten a bone-in ribeye the night before. And so this guy I met that I play golf with, don't know real well. He said Merry, he sent Merry Christmas on Christmas. I thought well, that's nice, and he also sent a picture. Of some steaks, they were. They looked slightly bigger than the bone-in ribeyes that I had eaten. And he said, "How many of these would it take for me and my brother to come duck hunt with you?" (laughs) And you know, we get a lot of requests to go duck hunting, and we just can't do it for a variety of reasons. But now, something something just hit me on that. You know,
0: the possibility of trading the rare fine cuts of beef to go duck on.
2: It, it was just the way they looked.
1: Hang on, Jace. Let's take a break. So, did um, you ever see that? Uh, it was a few years ago, a video, Jace, that went viral and uh, had some guy, I think he was from Florida, and he got in an altercation with the cops and he said, and they brought out the tasers and uh, he was like, Don't tase me, bro. Do you ever remember that?
2: I do not remember that. <laughs>
1: Don't tase me, bro. I mean, that thing went viral because he I, was he I, was, and then of course
2: they just. I mean, I could that. sympathize with the concern.
1: <laughs> well, one of our new sponsors uh, makes tasers. I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. when I when I thought about that story. You know, tase a lot of,
0: that you tase people with.
1: Yeah, <laughs> as a self defense, and uh, so a lot of people are nervous about having a gun. You know, have you ever just, been tased? I have not. Have you? Oh, nope. You know, if if you're a police officer, you have to be tased. So, training, you understand so you what understand they're what they're going, yeah, what they're doing. Okay. So I've talked to several police officers. It's not pleasant, I'm sure, but for self defense, it's a good alternative uh, for someone that you know is nervous about carrying a weapon. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have a, any problem with that. Why don't but,
2: they do this for bears, maybe? Instead maybe of, so. I mean, it's exactly better right. than
1: spray. Which would be good, right? Well, spray is also dangerous. Sometimes you try to spray somebody out of the pepper spray, it comes back yeah. on you. I mean, you know, stuff is everywhere. So it's a good it's a good device. And so this uh, this uh, sponsor of ours uh, has some interesting information. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with Taser's network of devices, which is really okay. interesting. I mean, in other words, it got them out of some tough well, situations. Maybe
2: I'll help them into a new market. There you Get go. Get into the bear market. Bear, bear Taser. Prevention I market. like
1: it. So uh, here's, here's what you do. Uh, taser, it's T-A-S-E-R. Taser is available uh, without a permit in most U.S. states. Uh, you can get the Taser Pulse Plus or the Taser Strike Light uh, at taser.com with the promo code Robertson. So you save 15%, taser, T-A-S-E-R.com, promo code Robertson. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Check them out.
2: So guess what? I said, What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I took that man and his brother, duck on him. We didn't kill but three ducks, but he was happy because he had ducks on him, and they were pretty, three you know, they were beautiful. He said, like, We're gonna mount all three of them. I was like, Great! So I think that, and we only went a couple hours for church because we weren't going Sunday morning. I thought, We'll slip down here a couple hours for Sunday meet. morning quick yeah. hunt. Yeah. And I shared Jesus with him, which was way you know worth way more than the stakes or the duck and in fact when he uh when he left he sent me a text he said you know that was phenomenal that we got to hunt my bro because his brother was a duck hunter he he's really not yeah. but because i mean every time he raised his gun i was like easy easy <laughs> but, but he said you know you sharing your faith and i, I told your story because they kind of asked how all this happened uh, your conversion and He's like that was worth more than you know steaks or or duck. I don't know so,
1: now if I told you he's Vinny's boss. He's my son-in-law's boss. Well, I wasn't going into the specifics
2: of who he was. I was keeping <laughs> well.
1: I, 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 you still don't know who he is. Nobody <laughs> yeah. knows who Benny's boss
2: is. Yeah.
0: So do you get? Uh,
2: <clears throat> well, I don't know. He said. Uh, he said he would. Tuesday he was going to call me and we were going to meet up. So to talk meets. Well, no, I think he'll. He, he just. I, I said surprise me. <laughs> So, <laughs> so you know, it's funny t- I bring, I'm bringing a Yeti ice So that. our
1: Christmas meal started Because I spoke Christmas Eve Because we do a Christmas Eve service And um, so We didn't really have time to cook And so ours was good old Johnny's pizza Which I think that's what y'all had too On Christmas Eve I like Which Johnny's you can't beat Johnny's I, I mean, Al, I mean well it. you
0: just I, mean, I was busy doing the, the Lord's work oh, so. wow. Well uh, It was a uh, sad Thing that happened when the brothers met, one of the homeless brothers, Thomas, he didn't have a place to stay and uh, couldn't drum up enough cash to stay anywhere. So, Miss Casey, well, well, I'll give you enough for a motel for like two nights. So, she gives him the money. I baptized him about a year ago. He's been there every time we, we meet. He just comes out of the city streets, and he's there. And Miss Cabe got him a motel for uh, last night, and he died. At the motel? And he died in his sleep. Really? Huh. He died in his sleep. Cabe told me, she said, Thomas just died, but I got him a motel room. and, <laughs>
1: and Probably the first good night. She said, out of, some she sat out of all yeah.
0: those all those homeless people in there, I know he made it. <laughs> I said, I said, Kay's making a judgment <laughs> call well, here well, I tell you what. she said I know he made it because he was there every time that we met once you baptized yeah. him and I said Miss Kay
1: he's he's in good hands that's funny mom's a prophetess now Yep. well you know what I mean you're right that that old boy if y'all hadn't been doing what you're doing he would have never known about any of that he'd have died under very well, that's a very rarely did he have a place to sleep yeah. because yeah.
0: we tried to work it out where they could have a place to stay but most of them say no, they don't.
2: That is a nice gesture, and I think it's not an accident that you helped him get a place to stay. But you had more than that, given him a a heavenly home to consider a year yep. ago. And then, I mean, we all know our mom is the best of us, and so it doesn't shock me that she did that. But I just, I think it's
0: a prelude to his heavenly home. Well, yeah, you know, they were arguing about where his stuff. You know well, if he's has, homeless he don't probably don't have much well, he didn't have much, but what he had, but they're all there was a little that. bit of argument because law enforcement was there, and you know they were looking at what happened. he just died to sleep, and uh he had been feeling kind of poorly but uh but the, but they they worked out something where his stuff would go to certain person up there you know that knew him some other but they didn't know where he was. you know a lot of people you know what are you gonna do with your land, your house once you pay his home? But you take a homeless person, yep. they just have what they have on their back. Yeah. Or their shopping cart. Or car. in their pockets yeah. or a little shopping cart. Well,
1: according to Jesus, he was a homeless person. He said he
0: had no place to lay his head. My point is, you, is. you reach out to people and you say, well, you can't. I mean, how in the world are you ever going to convert people like that on the street? Oh, we, I'm just telling you how. We we pointed him to Jesus. Yeah. And he yeah. said, good he point. Said, he said, yes. And, and he died at least in a warm bed.
2: Right. That's Luke 9. 58 says that I, I, I use that often. Yep. Well, I wanted to introduce John 21. Can I do that? Do it. today. Did you find it? Have you found it? Well, I had the first <laughs> chapter. I didn't have the little bit at the end, but I have it now. So John 21, and I, I, this is one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible. And I just wanted to make a couple points, see what y'all think about this. This is, I'm taking a little bit of a liberty here, but because it's, you know, here you, if you go back to where this started, Jesus walks up to a bunch of fishermen and says, Come follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. So then you fast forward, even though it's three years, it seems like a lifetime. to them.
0: I've always and, wondered, Jace, why, why you're there. The you're out there, fishermen, you know, rough looking hands. I've been a commercial fisher, I know. So, and you were there too, Jace. Mm-hmm. But you saw what livelihood we had. And we became fishers of men. But I wondered, you know, if you're sitting out there and, and he comes to you out there where you, you know, if he'd have come with me or you, Jace, we'd have been on hook net number 40. And we're pulling these nets up, dumping the fish out. And we're patching nets, you know, we're yeah. drying them out. Well, that's why I said, Jace is the motor man, meaning he's backing me up, had it down yeah, to the Yeah, I was too. We were like a, yeah, you too, were like a machine. But it's pretty interesting that when he said, come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men, and they dropped what they were doing yeah. and did it. Yeah. They still had their boats up because they would go back and forth. They just, I don't think they would well, do it. Well, they're
2: here now. That, that's the point. Look, the first point I was going to make was that. here, Here Jesus dies. And the fact that they're here together yeah. after everything, I think, is a positive thing. You know, most people... What, what happens when bad things happen? What do people tend to do? One of the things they do is isolate. Hit the road. Hit the road. <laughs> Hit the road. And and I've, I, I really think, I feel strongly about this principle because there's, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people who listen to this. When your strategy or your plan is to isolate, that is not from God. Yeah. It's not from God. That's true. You just think about how many situations are here. He wants you to work it out. Or even if you don't stay together. find community to help you work. You have to have, it's not good for man to be alone. The second chapter of this Bible says that ain't good. You have to find a community wherever you go. You know, in family, in friends, and when you just say, I'm I'm, out of here. I'm hitting the road. So the fact that they were all back at the old stomping grounds where they fished and where this all started. Well, and
1: you remember whose idea it was here in John 21. Peter's the one that said, I think I'm going fishing because he's the most troubled out of the 11 because he denied Jesus. Well, 13. right. So,
2: well, and maybe Thomas <clears throat> right. as well, because you think about what he did. He's already in And John he
1: volunteered Philip. to go. As far as we know, Thomas wasn't a fisherman. I mean, there were no. only four that we knew of, but seven go on the fishing trip.
2: Well, who's the... Uh, well, he says... Right, there's seven, but it says, afterward Jesus appeared, let's see, again to his disciples, by the Sea of Tiberias. So this is... and I. I, I've been to Israel, so you're at a place though for that Sea of Galilee where you can see everything. So it's like you can remember and reflect back when he fed the five thousand, or you know other store where the the you can look where the hogs ran into the water. Yep. You literally can see this thing. It's like a bowl. I mean, you're looking tens of miles. But plus, remember the
1: time they were trying to get across hmm. and they only made it part of the way, and then Jesus shows up. Whew, they're, all, they're just instantly all the way across the I mean, yeah. that happened. So,
2: it, like, from a movie, if you were producing a movie here, this is, like, awesome. We're, we're back where they started. They're all together. Because you could do the flashbacks
1: yeah. of all the stuff that they had yeah. seen.
2: From the one spot, you know, where we ate at that restaurant on the Sea of Galilee, and I saw the Opelousa's cat down there. I mean, I'm like, you can, you can see all these stories.
0: It's I mean, pretty amazing accident. No, it's not. pretty amazing that the set, as <laughs> as it turns out, I'm using that word loosely, the set well, right, right. where all these events took place had worldwide consequences. Well, and that's why there's so From a little much, place over in the middle of Israel. You, you think what the world? That's why Worldwide there's so much and,
1: uh, and generational. I mean, uh, think ang- this goes. We're thousands of years now talking about everything that happened on this lake.
2: That's why there was there's so much anxiety there to use a nice word even today. Hang on before, oh. you, re, before you read that. Let's take a break. I mean when I was over there I was like at any moment I could go up and smoke. You feel it. You sense it. Yeah. I mean people look at you like I wanna hurt you. It, it's just that it and there, then you look at people and you know we went to the festival and the celebration of the Passover and all that. I mean it was you felt loved. You know, they had us in their homes. We went through the whole process. It was awesome. But it was also like when we were at the you know, I told y'all before about being in the church in Bethlehem. Right. On the other side of the wall. I mean, I thought a bomb could go off. It's happened fourteen times before here. Yep. It's gonna be number fifteen. Yeah. That so it really is a is a faith test. But then he lists all the people. So Al, you're way more of a, a historical and a scholar than me. So you got Peter. There's Thomas. Yep. And the reason I brought up Thomas because this this in John 14 when he was like, just I don't I don't want to. Throw him under the bus. But when he was just missing the point, he's (laughs) like, Well, how do we know the way? And, you know, it led to a great statement by Jesus I am the way, I am the truth. But he was just. Just not getting it. Well, you can
1: tell from his personality, from that, and the you know that he has says no. I, I know y'all have seen him, but unless I see him and put my yeah. So he was a doubter he,
0: by nature. Well, right. His personality. I was going
2: to make the point. He's a that, skeptic. That Peter is the denier. I see and,
0: many, 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 and Thomas. Doubters all yeah, the time. And
2: Thomas is the doubter. But I'm, I'm going to make a point here that I think for people who kind of went about it the way I did, and there's a lot of us. This next guy, Nathaniel, and then you have the sons of Zebedee. So who? James uh, and John. All right, James and John, sons of thunder, and the two other disciples. Which I, which I'm just guessing, but one of them had to be Andrew. Well, he, I, he was. I, the what's fourth. wrong with believing it was the same two? I think Nick the numbers Camus. make sense. Of the two that were, it was seven of them when he made them fishers of men, all fishing, wasn't it? In Luke five, yeah. I'm not sure about that. I'm pretty sure I that up. there were that many. Let me check All right. Well, while you're looking, I want to make this point. Nathaniel, you say, what is Nathaniel known for? I'm, I'm kind of tricking y'all here. What do you? What well, would you I say? remember he was
1: he, when he got called. He was the one that Jesus said, "There's no one." greater in Israel than this one. And then he was sitting under a tree, and, and Jesus mm-hmm. said, I saw you when you were sitting under that picture. Yeah. That was when he was called. So Thank I don't you. know if
2: that... You, you you mentioned, guess what, Al? That is the only time he's mentioned. That's right. There and here. And here's what I want to make a point about that. His point, I, his life was a lot like mine. I, what he found in that encounter with Jesus, because he was thinking about the Old Testament. Remember, we went through this in an earlier podcast about Jacob's ladder, And then Jesus basically was reflecting to Nathaniel. I knew you were under the fig tree, and I knew what you were thinking. And that guy you were you with that story you were you were reminiscing about, that ladder, I'm the ladder. (laughs) And and so that's why I brought that up. When I said Jesus is the hub, Nathaniel learned right then what it took me a couple of years to grow. He is the ladder. Everything filters through Jesus. But I wanted to say this. He then said to Nathaniel, you will see greater things than these. And I think this is one of these moments because he's fixed to see a miracle of fish. He's fixing to see a dead man eat those fish that he put his faith and trust. And then he's going to see his life go just like Jesus did. But I wanted to say this. Peter and, and Thomas get all the headlines just like they do in our modern-day churches. All these people, you know, and Phil has quite the story, and even you, Al. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people who seemingly are not mentioned and don't have that great of a testimony. Who There's something to be said about Nathaniel, who was there in the beginning, who didn't do anything noteworthily bad, but was there in the end. And and I know when Jesus said, you'll see greater things than these, and he said, there's none greater than this fellow. I just wanted to say for all those people who follow Jesus, who don't feel like they have a testimony because they don't have some crazy,
0: you know, story, story or, or or some <laughs> bad thing that happened or something, some kind of wild wow conversion story. Well, happens. right. Well, that, I mean, the,
2: somehow, you know, the list just in this list. Speaks to that, right? You know, that's why I made the point,
1: and was, and I don't know, but hoping maybe Andrew was the because I I made the same point about Andrew. Andrew's mentioned three times in John. First is in John one, when he first says recognizes Christ as the Messiah, and then he goes and gets Peter and brings him to Jesus. Now the reason why is because I think Andrew knew his brother knew his capabilities and said. <clears throat> just like Jan did with you to say, I got to get this guy to Jesus because he's going to yeah. be phenomenal. And he was the second time you see him is in John six. Whenever Jesus is is looking at this crowd of people and says, we're going to feed these guys mm-hmm. some, some dinner. and And then one of them looks at him and says, well, it'd take a year, you know, eight months away. Till we, they wouldn't even get a bite. And it was Andrew who said, "I well, think
2: he was being sarcastic." He was, you know. and,
1: and here is Andrew says, "Well, you know, here's a here's a kid with five loaves and two fishes, but how far would that go?" I think that was a joke. Uh, well, or, <laughs> or 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 Andrew. <laughs> That's might, what I think. Or, I, no, or, or Andrew might have thought maybe, like
2: how I, I think you're giving him too much. I, I think no, uh, I think he was like now. Here's That'd take eight months later, and like. Here we go. We just need about five hundred. I don't think kids. so. I think
1: he he said maybe. And here's why. So the third time is in John twelve. This is really interesting. So this is ten years before any Gentiles are gonna be converted. Jesus is teaching this is Jews only, and some Greeks show up and they say, We want to meet Jesus. Well, whoever they first talked to said they didn't know what to do, so they took him to Andrew. What do we do about this? Andrew takes the Greeks to Jesus. And I just thought, here's another guy. This guy seems to have a vision of opportunity to me from mm-hmm. the three appearances that we see when he pops up. To your point, he wasn't anything dynamic. We never read about Andrew mm-hmm. in the New Testament. He wasn't writing letters. No, or, I mean, but at the same time, but, he, the man had something going on because he could see in the future. I mean, he brought those Greeks into the guy. I
2: was just making a point that we're all different. We all have different stories those of us who have more drastic conversions get the headlines, and but don't let the evil one make you think that you're not just as powerful a force out there representing him. I mean, you're like, you know, when I was talking Because it
1: takes all gifts and abilities. I mean, everybody has a place in the community. You mentioned when a pretty I, when good When I was point taking here. the
2: state guys, look, I said, I haven't been some wild crazy, but it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, I got to
0: Jesus because they were asking me about it. Now, to prove your point, uh, we studied with a lot of different people, and we, I noticed something, and uh, it had a little 1 uh, Corinthians 1 flavor to it. There were people who were thinking, in other words, who still think that you have to have some kind of license, uh Educated, preacher ordination, ordination Ord, or, yeah. in order to baptize you, right? And we would, we would tell people, you know, it's, no. it, it's your baptism, not someone else. Baptize her. I said, n- I said, it's not an official thing between this right. between you and God. It doesn't make a difference who baptizes you. So I started telling like some of the brothers. I said, y'all baptized him because I didn't want them to think when all feels no. the one. I heard that, uh, he's the one we want. Which, you see uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's take a break. Which, that's a
1: great point, Dad, because, you know, Paul said that there were these factions that were forming because this one was had been baptized by this one. This yeah, I think been. you should read it. That's yeah. a good verse. That's a great verse. Yeah. If you in other words, it.
0: he said, I appeal to you, brothers. <laughs> he said, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another so that there may be no divisions among you, that you may be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers, some from Chilo's household, have informed me that there are quarrels among you. Now, what's what they were quarreling about? What I mean is this. One of you say, I follow Paul. Another says, I follow Apollos. Uh, another says, I follow Cephas. Still another. I follow. They had divided these things up. It's like looking at the disciples and trying to pick out the big dogs. Right. You know, Peter and Thomas and old Andrews over there, Nathaniel. What happened to him? Right. You, he's giving you a picture in the Gospels about don't be this way like there's some of you that has more authority than others. In fact, he went on to say, he said, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized into the name of Paul? Because they were say, well, unless the Paul baptized me, he said, it's not official. Well, he let them know pretty quick. He went on to say, "Look, I didn't come here to baptize, but to preach the gospel." Right, and and, and he, he clarified that. Well, I never thought I would be dealing with the same type thing yeah. two thousand years later. People said, "Well, it's, I want you to do it. I want you to baptize him." I'm like, "Hey." One of the brothers are baptized you. Don't worry about who's yeah. doing it. It's well, true baptism. Well, I not doing invitations. At, well, you know, event. they got these things. They they'll hold their hand up and like to make it a more official than it really is. Why well, Yeah, there's. I, I quit
2: doing the invitations. Well, you know, when I do church events, I'm I, I share I Jesus, and I'll I'll tell the pastor, whoever's in charge, which they kind of like it better because they like their phraseology and semantics. Yep. You know, so it's perfect. But I'm like, I'm going to share Jesus in a non-threatening way, and. While you're, you know, bringing them home or however they they phrase it, I said I'm gonna be getting in the car and headed to the airport. So it right. actually works out. And the reason I did that, I'm the exact same Is way. the first event I did, where, like, people just came down the aisles. You know, I felt like we got, you know, Billy Graham 2.0 going here. You right. know, and the first person I walk up to, i fixed to, you know, like tell them awesome that you're coming to Jesus. They're like, can I have a picture?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm same like, same what? thing happened to me.
1: Huh? We signed my Bible. That's right. And I was like,
2: oh, no. Yeah. No, and then no. about two people later, same thing. Yeah. Can we get a picture? I thought, okay, I'm not doing this because you, you based on what you just read. It, really,
1: it makes sense because a lot of times fans of the show and us would come to these things, which was great because we wanted to hear Jesus. The problem is they don't really realize that's an inappropriate time because they never been inside. They need
0: to put Jesus way up here and understand <laughs> it's between themselves and the Lord Jesus who became flesh, died for him, was buried and raised from the dead. Right. Well, He's I, the one doing the same if I
2: had to do it over again when they said can I have a picture I'd have said Jesus. <laughs> have said, no, can I have a picture? I would have said Jesus. He's the image. <laughs> Of the invisible God. That's, He's the picture. That's the picture you, know? you Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought of that later.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, you were on the spot. Saying, I did the same thing for rat. the same reason. And I like it that me being a local guy for many years, I I like that the local guys there, these people that are in this town, That they need to deal with this guy. That's where they're gonna live, because that's where you're gonna live. I'm gonna be getting on a plane heading home. But I've had
2: many people in the church, church leaders, say, "Well, how do you know they're gonna teach them everything right?" And I was like, "Well, how do I know the places where I'm meeting are gonna teach everybody right?" I was like, "You can't. We're not policemen. No, get off the policemen. They (laughs) didn't say everything exactly how I said it, so I'm offended." And so what happens? Isolation. We already went through that. Won't if work. that's your plan, that doesn't go that's with what it, we're reading here. They're point. all together, despite all their personalities and mistakes, and they were united in the resurrected Lord. So yep.
1: so the, the story, back to John 21, is I kind of view it as a full circle, like you were saying, Jace, It's only been three years. The circle's pretty small, but it feels a lot more. And so Jesus shows up. They've been fishing all night. So the Luke 5 story, which, by the way, I looked it up, it, it doesn't give you a number. We know James and John were there. That's all we know. Okay. Uh, so so whenever you get to Jesus coming up there, it's the same thing that happened before, except last time it was Jesus just telling him He got in the boat with Peter and went out. He said, no, put your nets over here. And they're like, well, Peter's like, Lord, we fished all night, but because you asked me to, I'll do it. So now we get this 2.0 version here. Jesus is once again doing his... Jedi Jesus thing because they don't know who he is. It's a man. They're only a hundred yards away, so it's not like they they were so far they didn't know it was Jesus. They didn't know who he was. He said, "Friends, you, you catching anything? Nope, hadn't caught anything. Well, why don't you throw them out on the other side?" So they do, and then they get a hundred and fifty three. Which, as yes, you made the, we made the point about the reason John mentioned the number. You know, is because fishermen. I think, I think it's important. Yeah,
2: I, I think too. I mean, I. I I hate to say this, but I think this this actual story and some people have stories that mean more to them meant more to me because we know how we are fishermen are. We want to know how many, That's <laughs> how it. many. Think about I it? caught a bunch. Yeah,
1: <laughs> number. I want to know, <laughs> and not just that. Think about these uh, some people that fish for bass. You say I caught, son. I caught a bull. Yeah, how big was he? Ten pounds and six ounces. I mean, down to the ounce. Yep. <laughs> we got to know the size well, of that fish. Right? I
2: had look. It's like yeah. I have a lot of friends who text me, and I'm like, how many ducks i kill? And I get all these wild numbers. Well, yesterday I had a really weird occurrence. I went. We didn't go duck hunting, and I took you know the day out since I told you I'm in the burial stage of my thought process. <laughs> so I went out and went metal detecting because I thought I'll find some stuff that. That is buried and dig it up, and I'm, I'm reliving this this cycle this week. Well, I stopped at the first place and I took my shoes off and put hip boots on because it was kind of wet. Well, then I left, went on past my plantation house, you know, went to other other place. Well, it and hit, your shoes are still in the field. It hit me that I left those shoes out in that field. But now it's getting dark, and I thought, man, it was a little dim road. Went out in the field, but anyway, I, and I'm talking on the phone with the guy who we leased the field from over our property, but he said he saw some ducks pouring in there yesterday. So I'm distracted. So I'm really not watching my surroundings. But I'm not on a main road. I'm out in a field on just just
0: little pieces With of a roads. metal detector in your hand.
2: Well yeah, but I now I'm driving in these on these back dirt roads. Hang on, Jess. Let's take our last break. So I go to the field, I see my shoes, I'm on the phone. When I pulled out of this little Field, dirt road, sirens just surrounding my vehicle. Yeah. And the guy said, i look up. He's got a, it looked like some kind of tactical weapon with a bulletproof vest on. He said, get out of the vehicle. I rolled down my window and said, whatever it was, it wasn't me. <laughs> and this guy says, Jace I said, yep. He said, oh, what are you doing out here? Then it was like, Pfft. you know, like he said on the radio, that's oh, fine. It's it's not our guy. It was two game wardens in two trucks. But, I mean, since when are they dressing in tactical, tactical gear? He said they had a report, you know, some guy was shooting a gun out there, shooting deer or something, and but he was on, high on drugs or whatever. <laughs> they thought I was him because he was like, what are you doing in that field? That's what he asked. Yeah. I said, well, I left my shoes out there. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds he like a drug gun. addict would say that. That's the craziest <laughs> said, answer ever. He's, he's looking at my truck. Well, I had no guns. I, I had metal. I said I was hunting, but I was. Well, and you said, "What's that story got to do with anything?" I so we get to talking, and I said, "How many ducks have you been?" Because they're checking duck hunter. Yeah, he said, "Worst season we've ever seen." Everybody we check, they don't have any ducks. I'm like, "Well, these people. All my friends are killing." Hundreds of them, you know, they got them. He's like, well, they're, they're lying. <laughs> so you'll be glad to know, Phil. I said, well, don't go here. I pointed across the river. I said, boy, ain't nothing down there. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> stay away. I scared him off of you, Phil. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was a funny <laughs> story, but I thought, well, this guy knows because he's checking people every day. But you know, all my friends, when I was like, well, y'all killing. They just can't say nothing.
0: Yeah, and right. they
2: they give these generalities, and I'm like, because I don't press them because we're on the phone. So how many? <laughs> but that's what I want to say.
1: I'm always amazed, Dad, that Jace gets into more things. Like th- More things have happened to <laughs> Jace. Not He's not, out? by <laughs> times hey, 10. I will say happened. this. He's out I've in a muddy
0: field <laughs> looking <laughs> for lost coins and they accuse him of being the world's worst I've never killer.
1: had an altercation with law enforcement. Jace has had a dozen that we've talked about on the podcast.
2: game ones, which I said, I said, so, since when, once he recognized me, thank the Lord they recognized me. It's one of the few times I was glad that I was famous. Yeah. Because th- this guy meant business. Oh, I said, he was... Since when are game wardens going around in tactical gear? <laughs> and you know what he said was interesting? He said, Crystal meth. Oh. He said, they A lot of these people. Because there's a lot of. Meth. And they're armed because there's. Well, of- they're armed and they're just shooting deer at night. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just. All, yeah. And he's like, Man, there's some crazy people out there. I said, Tell me about it. You know, so so back
1: to our number. Well, I hated I went
2: to an awful rabbit on that. My whole point was the game warden said they ain't been killing them ducks. Numbers so matter, right?
1: That brings us back. So so Jesus tells them that they they catch these fish. A couple of different things from before. One is that their nets didn't break. Remember the first miraculous catch? The net started breaking. Yeah, fish are getting out. You know, and, and to a fisherman, that's—I mean—you're losing money. You know. Oh yeah. So the nets didn't break. I see, I've seen it happen thousands of times. I mean, when, when we used to run the hoop nest, had just one little hole. Oh, and they all get Some
2: people wouldn't believe that's a miracle, but if you had 153 large fish because i think this was before the time of a hundred pound and plus they didn't have
0: yeah. nylon twine well, well, that's, no, what that's I mean. exactly right
2: i mean it's, look i fished you know Caney lake was a famous trophy bass lake well my friend had had strategically i better say located <laughs> tops in various places with his graph well we would go you know fish these bass tournaments well, we would use huge lures because they would pay you for the biggest bass. I mean, they got bass in there. I think the biggest one come out of there is like 15 pounds. Yeah. And the state record is like 16 right. or 18, something like that. Well, I kept getting my line broke because I'm using like an 18-inch worm you know, yeah. <laughs> with a 4 odd hook, throwing it into a treetop. Well, then a 10-pound bass is and what's that? He breaks my line. So I, I, I just kept getting bigger reels and bigger line. I just kept going up, going up. But the bigger the line, the less you'll hit. Right. Up. So we fished that thing for a month. I did not have one bite because they can see my line. And, yeah. But when I did, guess what? <laughs> I set the hook and just trolled him in, just like this. <laughs> he ain't breaking this line. Was he a big one, Jay? <laughs> yeah, he was right under 10 pounds hoss. So, so that was, a, that was
1: miraculous. Yeah. So what happens is two things happen on the boat. First thing is that John recognizes even though he, he doesn't f- visually recognize Jesus he says it's the Lord. Like it's got to be him. You know it was, it, which was interesting because he just made that leap. It's, only the Lord could do this. You know we had not caught anything
2: all night. So, and, and that says something about humility. Right. Because look it's like us. When we go hunting and we don't kill anything. And then somebody comes back and says, oh, you know, I found them. And you're like, yeah, no, I've been down there all day. They ain't there. <laughs> That's right. I mean, but I think it says something. Of course, they might have spiritually been saying, no, "Who, you know, who, who is this guy? Well, you're right, because but,
1: you know they had to be wondering
2: who is this guy. I mean, I'm hard-headed. When I make up my mind, <laughs> we're not going to kill him.
1: Oh, we know how hard-headed you are. But we
2: didn't go this morning for that reason. Right. I said, we, it ain't going to happen.
1: Yeah. Take a day Now, off. if
2: somebody would have called last night among the chain, because Jay's like, we're not going, we're not going. Feels like, fine with me, because it was cloudy, no yeah. wind, and we didn't do much yesterday. And it's muggy. So we said, let's just take the day off. But if somebody would have called in there and said, no, I think we're going to get them because I have a secret spot, I wouldn't believe that. <laughs> I mean, it would have taken a lot for me to say, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. I would have been mad and frustrated, but now do you think it was something spiritual going on, or do you think they were just – I mean, you think there was a hint that it could be – Well, Jesus? you
1: know, I they did it, and that's interesting. So I, yeah. I don't know. He, but he instantly says it's the Lord, which I thought was interesting, even though he visually he's not recognizing. Him. And the second thing that happens is that Peter gets so shook up when he says this, he he puts on his outer garment and jumps in the water because you've got about a 100-yard swim yeah. to get to the bank. And so then they start towing the fish in. And I thought that was interesting because to me, and there could be a lot of reasons why, but it just seems like to me it's another typical Peter moment where he just kind of goes crazy. I mean, we see it right. throughout the thing and he jumps in the water and yeah. takes it. And then, so when they start coming in, then he has to crawl back in the boat, which I thought was kind of funny. It's like a walk of shame. You know, it's like, well, okay, I, I, yeah. I got to. And I gotta... it goes
2: with his personality. But when you read verse four, it says. They didn't realize it was Jesus, right? So really, that was a leap of, yeah, humility, I guess. To
1: but look, even when they, you know, they come over there, he's got the little coals, they've got some fish on there, and they sit down with him, and it says no one dared ask who he was. He still didn't look like who Jesus. It, when they're sitting around the circle, it said no one would ask him who he was. So why would they be questioning that? If he looked like himself in that moment, they wouldn't have had to ask him. Mm. So it was really interesting. Right up until the moment that we get in, we'll get into next time, which was, I think, the purpose of the whole thing, which is to you know get right with Peter, I, but, I, they didn't yeah. know who he was. I mean, physically, and yet they knew it was him, which I just found Which really I think,
2: as fishermen, all people who are not fishermen <coughs> like we are to the degree, they won't realize that part of being a successful fisherman is you want to find people who know where the best spots are right you know you they call them honey holes and they and when you realize you know we're serving a lord that's mighty that's powerful that's loving that's all-knowing but guess what he knows everything you thought you knew about the fishing world which obviously since he created them but i mean i just i just love this story when he's like throw it over there yeah i bet that's gonna work oh a hundred and fifty three that's why they go so crazy
1: that's right and 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 we've said this before to impress fishermen that's what you do well we're out of time uh we're going to pick up the last part of this chapter which will be our first one of the new year
2: happy new year to everyone uh, yes and this will leave a cliffhanger of they were so excited they were so excited about the catch right it 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 produced this moment it's it very moving yeah
1: and, and it's great because it really sets up what everything's going to happen in the first century church too so we'll see you All next right. time thanks for listening to the unashamed podcast help us out by rating us on iTunes and don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes and for even more content that you won't get anywhere else subscribe to blaze TV at blaze tv.com slash unashamed